there's a scripture here in John chapter 15, verse 7 to 8, that um, I have been pondering on. I woke up this morning thinking about this uh, scripture because I preached it on Sunday uh, in church. But I just want to talk about it again because I think it's quite powerful. And there are nuggets in there that God shared with me that I think will be a blessing to somebody um, to actually help us to move from where we are to where we could be. In John chapter 15 verse 7, the Bible says, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciples. Now let's look at what God is saying to us here. In verse 7, he says, if you abide in me, and my words abide in you. Now, we know that every believer abides in, in God. How are we sure of that? Well, because the Bible te- teaches that he that does not have the spirit of Jesus is none of his. Which means the only way for you to be born again is for you to have the spirit of Jesus living on the inside of you. So, if you do have the Spirit of Jesus living on the inside of you, it means you already abide in Christ because Christ lives on the inside of you. Christ has taken possession of your spirit man. Christ has uh, has, taken possession of your spirit man. Christ indwells you. The Father indwells you. The only way for you to become born again is that this entity, they have come into you. Alright, so as a believer, we are not really so much worried about abiding in Christ, alright? Because by virtue of the conversion, by virtue of being born again, we abide in him. But the other point is, Jesus Christ said here, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. So there's a conjunction. The word hand there means you have to do that as well, right? So, and my words abide in you. Now, my words abide in you. What does that mean? My words abide in you means the word of God lives on the inside of you. Now, it is possible for you to be born again, abiding in Christ, and his words are not abiding in you. How is that possible? Well, if you spend a lot of time listening to the word, the, the world system, if you spend a lot of time feeding your mind with the narrations from the news or the narration from the world system or the narration from anything that is negative or that is not in tune with the word of God. Or it might even be words that are true, but they are not the truth, right? They're not the truth based on the word of God. These things would paint pictures in your heart. Now, words paint pictures. Words paint pictures. So, when you hear a word, it will paint a picture in your mind. Now, when it paints a picture in your mind, it is actually shaping your imagination. Now, the word imagination is from the root word to frame or a womb. If the frame or a womb. So, because words paint pictures... That then shape our imagination. What would then what that means therefore is what you pay attention to, what you listen to, what you hear over and over and over paints pictures, shapes your imagination. Now your imagination is the womb of your creation. 
So what fills your imagination then becomes what you are ultimately going to be prone to act upon and, and, and act out. Your imagination actually is like your GPS. So when you set the postcode or the location of where you want to go to, the GPS just takes you there. So your imagination defines the postcode, the target, the destination of where you want to go, and it takes you there. Consciously or unconsciously, it takes you there. So now when you hear words that contradict the word of God, and you allow these words to feed your mind or shape your mind or shape your imagination, it is ultimately going to take you to the destination of the words that you have listened to. So let's say, for example, you wake up in the morning and you listen to the words of there's no job in the in the economy, people are losing their jobs, uh, things are going downhill. If that's what you listen to day and night, day and night, those things are building pictures in your mind. They're building pictures of what? Joblessness, lo, 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 uh, loss of employment, inflation, high, high cost of living. Those those words you are listening to are painting that picture in your mind. Now, because they're picture, painting pictures in your mind, they have determined the destination of where your life is going to go because they have shaped the imagination. They have built this frame, this womb in you of the picture of what they want you to see. And consciously or unconsciously, what will happen is your life begins to go in the direction of what? Loss of job, loss of employment, high inflation, and so on and so forth. And therefore, you are not able to do what? To ask what you will and then for you to then receive it. So, Jesus Christ is saying, if you abide in my word, in order to counter um, whatever negativity is in your life today, what you must start to do is find the word of God for it. And then begin to speak the word of God over your life. In the beginning, you may not feel like it is working. But because words paint pictures, the word of God that you are speaking out of your mouth, we ultimately fill your mind up with the image of the word of God, the image of what you have declared over your life. And therefore, consciously or unconsciously, you begin to do what? Move in that direction. Because words paint pictures and the pictures become the destination it does not become uh, the place where you want the GPS of your life to go to so that you can get to where God wants you to go. Here's something I want you to, I want you to note, note down. When you, first to start, when you first start to confess the word of God about a situation in your life, you are causing faith to come. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Romans 10 verse 17. So faith comes by hearing. Your faith will only come as you hear and hear and hear the word of God, as you hear and hear the word of God, as it pertains to the situation that you need a change in, as you say those words, as you hear those words, as you speak them out of your mouth, your faith will begin to go. So as you continue to speak God's word, you destroy the old image of what you have heard in the word, lack of job, lack of employment, high inflation rate. You destroy the old image and you perfect a new image inside you. When you are quoting God's words over a situation, but you are looking at the very opposite, then what do you need to do? You have to cast down the image you are seeing with your physical eye. You bring it down. Because the Bible says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. You know, the image you are seeing in your mind that contradicts what you want have to be pulled down by the word of God. How do you do that? You first of all find the word of God 
for what you are believing God for. Begin to read that. Speak it out loud. As you read it out and speak it out loud out of your mouth, what are you doing? You are causing faith to come because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Right now, after a while, because the faith that is coming by the, that is coming that came by the hearing the word of God, because the words that you speak out of your mouth releases faith. Because those words paint pictures in your heart. What will happen here is that the words you are speaking are actually creating the right kind of image, the God kind of image in your heart. And these images in your heart that's been built by the word of God that you are quoting out of your mouth, that you are studying, that you are reading, we topple down the negative images that you have had in your heart about loss of job, loss of employment, high inflation rates, sickness, and whatever it is, to pull them down. And then, because it's pulling them down, replacing them with a new image, what will happen is that that image becomes what? The home of your heart. It becomes the abiding place of your heart. These words that you are speaking becomes, uh, it's, it's not abiding in you. It's become a home in your heart. Just guys that says, ask what you will. What are you going to ask them at that point in time? You are going to ask based on the image of your heart. Now, you know that the image of your heart now is the new image based on the word of God that you have been quoting. So now, instead of asking, uh, talking about, oh, Lord, let me not lose my job. You are now saying, Father, I thank you that I have more than enough. Father, I thank you that new opportunities are being made for me. Father, I thank you, oh, Lord, that you are my supplier. Father, I thank you that you supply all my needs according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Father, I thank you, oh, Lord, that things are working for me. Father, I thank you, almighty God, that li- lines are falling to me in pleasant places. You begin to vocalize now what the word of God that has built this new image in your heart. You are asking based on the finished work of Jesus Christ. You are asking based on the right way to pray. You are not praying negative prayer. You are praying the right kind of prayer. You are praying prayer that is praying the solution, not praying the problem. You are not focusing on the problem. No lack of job, lack of employment. You are not focusing on that. You are focusing on you know abundance, more than enough, having your own job, having having becoming an employer. You are focusing on that. So the Bible is not saying, it's just like I said, is saying here ask what you will what are you what do you want what you want is the future you want is the future that you have seen now based on the new image that you have put in your heart just because says ask what you will when you ask what you will based on what you want to become not based on what you are the bible here says and what it shall be done unto you you shall have what you have said in prayer based on the new image that, that you have created in your heart because you are vocalizing the word of God. I hope that makes sense to you. Okay, so when you look at an apparent defeat or lack, but instead of saying that lack out of your mind, you say, my God has met my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You know what you are doing? You are casting down the old imagination and building up new imagination now based on the word of God, based on what you want. Your imagination may be saying, you are lying. Your need is not met. But you start saying it like God has said it. You say, because I have given, it is given unto me. Press down, shaking together, running over, shall men give unto me. Now you begin to say, because God is on my side, I have more than enough. You begin to say, the Lord supplies all my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now, when you first, to, when you first say these things, you may not believe it. You may say, oh, I know it is really not true in my situation, but I'm saying because the Bible said it. I know it will come to pass. 
So you, your mind might not agree, but you need to be saying it because that's what the Bible says you should say. And you know that the word of God will always come through. Now, as you confess that God has met your needs, you have to cast down imaginations of lack. The best way to do that is by saying what God has said in this word. That will cause your faith to come and the image to be changed. It may take six months. It may take seven months. It may take a year to change that image of lack in you to the image of abundance. But the, the image of lack, we ultimately bow down to the image of abundance that is based on the word of God. It may take six months to, think, to, to change that image of nothing is better in my life. That image that might be inside of you to the image of I am more than conqueror in Christ Jesus Christ. But it will surely come. For example, the woman with the issues of blood in the Bible, the Bible says she had an image of nothing is working for her. She has spent all she could on doctors for 30 years and she was growing worse. She had an image of what? Nothing better on the inside of her. But then she heard about Jesus. She heard about the Father. Jesus Christ always heals everybody that comes to him. My God, she began to build up a new image in her heart. She began to say, if I touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. You know what she was doing? She she was building an image of a, a grow better, a getting better image in her heart instead of a grow worse image in her heart. She has spent all she had on physicians and she was nothing better. She had a grow worse image. But she changed that image with her own words. She did the exact same thing we spoke, we're speaking about here. Though the first stages of confession may not seem to do anything, they are changing an image and causing faith to come. I want to say that again so that we can write it down. Though the first stages of confession may not seem to do anything, they are changing an image and causing faith to come. Faith comes by hearing God's words. Keep hearing yourself speak God's word over your own life and then your faith will come. When that image in you is changed and faith has come, your words are not just confessions. Your words are not just changing images. They become creative power. When you speak, you will speak to affect things. Your words will change the order of things in your life. Then and then you will realize that you are more than conqueror. Then and then you will realize that you are co-creators with God. Then you will realize this thing we speak about here does really work. You will say, I do have dominion over circumstances. Once you begin to see this thing change your life, you begin to say, no, I do have dominion over circumstances in this life. Then the devil has a problem. Why? Because it cannot prevail against you. It cannot prevail against the word of God that you are now confessing. Hallelujah. I hope that has been a blessing. Now, verse, verse 8 says, because God will answer this prayer based on this prayer we have spoken about, the Bible says, this is how the Father is glorified. Hearing is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit. You want to bear much fruit? Follow this process. As you go through this process, Listen to the word, speak the word, act the word out. You are going to bear much fruit. And the Bible says, this is how you prove that you are a disciple of the Lord Jesus. I hope this has been a blessing to you. God bless you. I'll speak to you another time.